and welcome to Talk Woo Woo to Me, a supernatural podcast. I am your host, Athena Rodriguez, and I have my guest here, Dino Bledsoe. Hey, what's up? How's it going? It's going very well, Athena. It's going very well. What can I awesome. say? I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited for you to be here, too, because uh, I don't think we've really interacted much. So it's going to be really exciting and new for me to find out uh, any of your you know, experiences with the supernatural. Um, and I don't know. I'm just kind of looking forward to hear your perspective and what's going on with you. So uh, my question for you to, to start off this little journey we have is, um, yeah. would you consider yourself a spiritual person? Very much so. Very much so. So I'm, I'm of the standpoint. So I was very uh, raised very religious and have a very, uh, uh, healthy respect for the fact that we as human beings do not see everything that is in front of us. Our eyes just don't dogs and cats see more than us. Uh, they hear more than us. Like that's just, that's just how nature is. We are limited. And knowing that it's like, listen, I'm not the smartest person maybe the most good looking but not the smartest that being said i'm like there's always going to be something out there right and having a healthy respect for that and also a boundary for it is very important now i'm not sure if you know this Nina, so i'm greek uh, and where my mom is from is actually like uh, a village that is known for uh fortune telling and and they would like you could pay to have a curse put on people and stuff like that like oh, weird stuff yeah so like when we would visit so we were raised very religious uh, uh uh actually we were raised as jehovah's witnesses so it was very important that we do not involve ourselves in those kind of things and it's not it's not a lack of belief or any of that it's hey be careful what doors you open right because once that door is open you are ill-equipped to close it Mm -hmm. Right. That is that is how life works. Right. Yeah. And um, so like when we would go there and let's say we went to a, a cafe to have a, a coffee or tea, uh, my mom would go ahead, grab our cups before anyone collected them and go and rinse them out. Because one of the things they would do is they would read the 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 tea leaves at the bottom of your cup wow. and whether you wanted to or not. And they're like, just don't didn't even give people an opportunity because like Ooh. there's. I'm always of the belief where it's like there's there's a, a, a well we've all heard it where you go you know what you put out in the universe is what you get back right yeah. if you are a negative person you're gonna get negative back if you're positive you get positive back right mm -hmm. and when you when you put evil out there you get evil back so a lot of the times people will always try and be give you those intrusive thoughts of maybe this is coming to you and you're going oh no I got to be on the lookout so now I'm gonna be very shy and, and and it's very uh i don't want to say risky but it's more so that you know if you don't allow someone to intrude in your existence then you can keep that away uh but the fact is that i've always had a healthy uh respect for the fact that uh there's a lot that goes on in the world that we do not do not see and even even just the the comparison of human nature where you're like a, a group of people very quickly can turn into a mob. Yeah. And that that small change is is a wild experience because you can't really know when it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. And then all hell breaks loose. Right. So on, on who knows what influences that or how it happens. But like 
I've seen things like that happen and it is terrifying. And you're just like, I'm going to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I feel like the same way. I'm so surprised that they just like kind of uh, read your stuff without like your permission. That's like a big no, no for me. Like it's, it's yeah. Well, that's the thing when it's, when it's so, um, I guess, prevalent or or known like even my mom is like i remember when i was a kid uh a guy wronged the wrong person and like three days his life fell apart and i was like ah. and it's just like you just don't like and that's like one of the things my parents were always uh um it drilled into us was number one critically think about something have your opinion about something right take the time and, and you know be be that person that you want to be in that, you know, you don't have to be mean to people. You don't, you also don't have to interact with people, right? You have that ability and you can just walk away from a situation. Now, for me, it does help that I'm six foot two and built like a land monster. So, you know, and, and up until recently, I was 500 pounds. Now I'm still like 260. So I'm like, I'm still a humongous person. So I'm like, I'm not, you know, someone's like, hey, stop. And I'm like, good luck. And I just walk away. Like, no, you're not going to stop me. Right. So, uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where, um, like even there have been times like so just just recently I'm not sure if you saw some of my posts with I was working actually a Halloween village and which was I like I honestly feel like I missed my calling because I just got to make people pee their pants for an entire month (laughs) and got paid for it and I'm like this is the the career for me it is perfect right and it was hilarious because it was more so that like uh uh, you do comedy I do comedy and Mm -hmm. and one of the things is when you have eye contact with people and you really try and engage with somebody it uh, it's not always comfortable for people and that was one of the key things that I would do is I would just stare at them and not blink and just be looking at them oh and 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 they would be like oh that's just that's a a, a, a mannequin and because I'd have a hood up and I had all black makeup on and then like uh, uh, blood coming down from my eyes. Oh, it was, it was wow. really, really done. They had real like makeup artists there every day and everything. It was a really cool thing. And like I had uh, like welder's gloves and a welder's apron and they had wrapped uh, barbed wire through everything. So it was like wrapped in barbed wire and I had a huge sledgehammer, which was all rubber and stuff. <laughs> right. But terrifying. Was, it was. It was <laughs> I was having a ball, I'll tell you that. And like even people would bring their kids and I'd be like, Oh, you look like a sandwich I once ate. And they were just like, What the it was, it was so enjoyable. But like that's the thing is there was a certain element of of um not creepiness, but like just people even in a control like look, you've paid, this is a safe environment. They've said there's gonna be no touching. If anyone touches you, report it. Don't no touching, you know, it's very clear. But like where the way I had set it up was that uh, I was kind of like a button hook curve of a maze Mm -hmm. and I was on one side. But then when they wanted to continue the maze, they had to walk right behind me and I would just watch and just stare at them. And so when they were on the other side of it and just look at me, people would be like, "Ooh, you're so scary. And I'd just be standing there. And as they would come around the button hook curve, I would grab the sledgehammer off a little rack that I had and I would just hold it at my side. And they're like, he has a hammer now. And they're like, oh, where do we go? Oh, my God, we have to walk by him. And they would just be like, I'm so sorry, <laughs> sir. I am so sorry. I did not mean anything. And then I would even like uh, I had set up uh, part of the maze was set up with just barrels stacked up on top of each other. 
So I had positioned one and moved it away from everything so I could hit it with this rubber hammer and it would just make a huge sound. So as they would pass me, I would hit it and they would just jump right out of their skin. And it was great because I wouldn't talk until they were really, really close. And then I go, hi, new friend. And there's like, oh, Jesus. And oh, it was wow. super joke. But that situation, it really adds credence to the kind of thing where, you know, we we human beings are very visual. Right. We, we see yep. things and we're like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> want to be around that person. And uh, like even there were times when I would be on a break. So I just walk the entire village and just walking down the street and I just start walking beside people and staring at them. And they're just like, oh, everything is. Why is he staring at me? And I just freak <laughs> out. And it's it's one of those things where you're going like it's it's very much a situation where like being my size and and knowing what i know i'm like i'm not worried in those kind of environments but at the same time i'm like i won't put myself in those environments cuz that's terrifying so exactly. and you're like they they had guys walking around with chainsaws and they just didn't have a chain but it was like a real chainsaw so it's like like right oh my right, gosh the sound it was it was honestly it was a fantastic and the one guy he was a bigger guy and he would laugh like this weird like almost like a high pitch clown laugh. And I'm just oh. like, bro, that's, that is super creepy. I love it. It was, it was very enjoyable, but that's the thing is, is when you see those kind of things and then you have like, just, there was some music in the background, there was a fog machines and flashing lights. People are on high alert, right? Yeah. So it's, it's the same thing where, you know, you, for my experiences in general have always been that I'm like, you just kind of get that, that the hair on the back of your neck kind of sticks up and you're just going like, mm, I, something's happening here. And my subconscious is like, Hey, something's <laughs> up, you know, and, and being, being visual, we kind of are looking around going, Oh, I, I wonder why I'm feeling this way. And you're going, yeah, it's, it's, we used to be smart when we, you know, just our, our vocabulary was stuck on unga bunga wheel, unga bunga fire, you know? <laughs> uh, so now that we are so, uh, uh, I guess our, our visual is so prominent or, or dominant, uh, in our observance, you know, we don't, we, a lot of times we don't really pay attention to those warnings, you know? And it, it's, it's hilariously, uh, like, I've always I've always been of the opinion that I'm like the idea of um witchcraft or wizardry I'm like those are small occurrences that can't be explained right those are those are real things that may have happened but you can't understand it right and um a lot of the times like there was a, a book I was a friend was telling me about I still haven't read it but it was the idea of Merlin was just a great strategist so he could predict how armies would come in you're going see that's if you don't know that's witchcraft right yeah. you're going ah this guy is telling the future right so hilariously um uh, when i was working that event uh uh my wife was leaving for the day she was going to work and i was like i'm going back to bed because i'm exhausted and we come outside and it's winding and it's raining and she comes out the door as i'm just walking into the car just gonna open the car door for her and i put my hand up i'm like that's more than enough of that and the rain just stops as soon as I said it and my wife was like how did you I'm like don't question the wizard the wizard just has <laughs> powers just just you witnessed it it happened is a real thing and I'm like that it like that kind of stuff but always I, I laugh at it because I'm just like ah, coincidence but also maybe I'm a wizard I don't know 
I'm, I'm okay with it. Either way, I I, I encourage it. <laughs> I could see it in the beard. The wizard is it, in well, the beard. I see absolutely, it. absolutely. I see it. Very great. Uh, you know, it's so funny that you're talking about the the being a, a scare character because I remember when I was uh, really young and my dad took me to one of those and that's when they still had the ability to be able to grab you. Oh, yeah. And so I had the worst time <laughs> because they were constantly grabbing me. And I, yeah. I didn't know if it was like a, I just looked like a very scared rabbit the whole time. So sure. yeah, <laughs> it like it attracted it. But I remember that being one of like the catalysts because I was experiencing physical grabbing and then non-physical grabbing. And the, so it was just yeah. like a whole sensory kind of like explosion. Oh, yeah. oh man. Well, and, and that's, that's the weird part about those kind of experiences. Like um, uh, even going for a walk at night uh, during a random time, like uh, my wife and I, especially during the summer, we would try and after dinner, we would go and just take a walk around the block, just a simple, you know, just good for your health kind of thing. Cause we're yeah. both trying to get healthy and, and it's all good stuff. But um like you take those walks and you kind of like, you know, you get a little bit of a cold breeze and the feeling and you're kind of going, mm, somebody's looking at me you're like that makes yeah. me uncomfortable. And, and like, it's those kind of things that like, I know that uh, uh, like I try not to mm, dwell on them or really focus on them, but I'm like, I always try and just register them that they're happening. Right. Because mm-hmm. like there's, 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 there's two sides is that, you know, a lot of people like to live with blinders on, you know, if I didn't see it, it didn't happen. Oh, it's impossible. And you're kind of going, so there's a lot that that's impossible. Like people flying from one side of the country to the other in a matter of hours, that's impossible. However, it's an airplane. Ta-da! It's just, you're <laughs> like, that's, that's, you know, like we're in a world where impossible things happen all Truly. the time. Right. Yes. And, and that's, it's, it's one of those weird things where, if you if you can't explain it, you can just say, I, I don't I don't know. This is what I saw. I can't explain it. That's exactly. it. And you're going, that's that's a that's a very reasonable statement, right? It's when yes. people get crazy and they're like, nah, it's the devil. And you're like, Well, listen, maybe <laughs> possible, but or or it was a bush. <laughs> One of the two. That's fine, you know? <laughs> so it's it's and even uh, uh, for the last uh, little while, I've been um, I I like uh, in my health journey, which I document on my uh, uh, YouTube channel, which is Dino the Genetic Marvels for anyone listening. Hell yeah! Um, so uh, I've been like I've lost uh, 240 pounds, and I've tried oh. to become a uh, um, better a better per- better me. Let's say. And uh, one of those things where I realized was that because uh, I used to. Uh, uh, I would take like cannabis gummies and, you know, do other fun things because I was cool, obviously. <laughs> uh, but like I quit smoking. Now I've smart- started smoking again because I'm cool also. But um, then like like recently I, I've been uh, experimenting with mushrooms and I'm like mushrooms are. um, What's the word for it? Uh, a wild experience. And like for me, my concern was this. And I'm like, listen. I'm, you know, a six foot two land monster. I'm not going to do mushrooms and then be in a house where my, like, I, I, I tell the joke on stage where I'm like, my wife is Asian. 
uh, we live with her parents and there's nobody in this household I can't wear as a backpack. I'm like, if I have a bad trip, that is not a good situation to be in. So uh, a friend of mine, we started talking and he was like, yeah, I do them all the time. And I'm like, hey, could you walk me through? He's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So I went to his house and he's a, he's a bigger gentleman too. He was also uh, uh, at uh, that uh, Halloween village as well. So we're both uh, kind of, we're both giants. It's it's a weird thing. It's like we're like we're like miniature giants or giant people. I'm not <laughs> sure which one it is, but uh, one of the two. So we did it together, and he kind of walked me through the process. He's like, so, and I, like a couple times, I'm just like, Ugh. he's like, are you fine? And I'm like, there is a lot happening right now. And he's like, that's okay. Right? That's exactly how that works, you know. And uh, and the funny thing was, half the time he had his eyes closed. I'm like, why are you closing your eyes? He goes, because it makes it better. I'm like, you're insane. And Sure enough, like there are times, uh, like after after the first few times that I've taken on my by myself, and I'm, I might take them tomorrow. I'm not sure. I'm having a day off. Oh, yeah. so. But uh, one of the things is I'm like I'll take them and then I'll I'll go to uh, like I'll lie down in bed and just enjoy it, right? Yeah. And then I'm like I go to the bathroom, so I'll go into the bathroom, but I'll leave the lights off. And so it's it's a weird because when you close your eyes, you see a lot of crazy stuff, but when you have your eyes open but you're in the dark you also see different weird stuff and yeah. i'll tell you that you're kind of going oh there's a lot of math in this you're just looking around going, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what it feels like <laughs> some weird shit happening and and it's funny because you you kind of it, it kind of touches that thing and you're kind of going like i don't know like there's a lot of um uh, theories that say like the idea of of mushrooms really point out to some of the stories in the Bible and experiences and things and and, and knowledge and and understanding and going I do mushrooms not because I want to get messed up but more so because I know that I'm the problem that my last my last Everest is me it's my own ego that I'm trying to defeat now so uh, in doing the mushrooms I'm like that's I'm trying to get down to my base brain and uh, punch it, punch it in the face, basically. So, because like, look, it's it's it, in in the great words of Taylor Swift, I'm the problem. It's me. I'm, I'm <laughs> I am the problem in my life. If I want to move forward, I have to conquer myself, right? And, and which is awesome because it's part of the the physical transition that I've gone through uh, of losing all the weight and 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 becoming more uh, uh, healthy has been me conquering my own uh, demons, tendencies, habits, things like that, yeah. right? So it's it's all that kind of stuff. And you're going, like, there's uh, uh, more to it, right? Like, I, being Greek, uh, I love to joke with people and be like, the Greek people were the first. Just so you know, everything you can <laughs> yes. is because of the Greeks. That's it, okay? <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you're like, oh, there's people are like, oh, I have a degree in philosophy. I'm like, you can't study philosophy you philosophize that's how it works like it's not uh and and like so things like i've started reading marcus aurelius and, and i'm kind of like reading through it i'm like this guy was the guy he was he was the guy in charge and the stuff that he's written in and these are his personal journals uh which i highly recommend people to read it at your earliest convenience it's, it's a hard read but you'll read through it and you're going hold on this is thousands of years ago, and this guy was dealing with the same shit we deal with today. And you're going, so as much progress as we had, mm, there's some things that are just, just true forever. They're just, just, and, and that's why you like dealing with your own self and your own mind is one of those things where you're going like, 
I I always uh, explain this was like when when I would visit my my aunt in my mom's village in Greece, like it's located on the side of a mountain about 1500 meters above sea level. There's like 70 people in the village. It's there's nothing right. Like it's it's just farm area and everything like that. And um, at times, like uh, she has a gate and like a courtyard and uh, like I took my wife there for our honeymoon. And when we were driving up, because this is the northern part of Greece, it's around the quarter, uh, the border of uh, Albania and I think what is now Macedonia, maybe. Sure. Whoa. And uh, where that is, um, like if you can see a whole other world of stars. Like it's a beautiful uh, uh, visual. And while we're driving up, it's all clouds. And I'm like, son of a bitch, that sucks, right? <gasps> so three o'clock in the morning i wake up and i'm like i gotta go to the bathroom so i go to the bathroom and then i walk out into the courtyard and there's no clouds and i wake up my wife and she's like you're a dick and i'm like trust me it's worth it and so i brought her outside to look at the stars because it was gorgeous and all of a sudden we hear like a and i'm like oh that's nope. a bear that's a no i'm like that's, that's a, i'm like that's a bear and my wife is like okay it's a bear i'm sure it's a bear i'm like yo that's a bear and then all of a sudden the dogs that are in the village start freaking out so we go to bed I wake up in the morning and I tell my aunt, I'm like, hey, are there bears? And she goes, of course they're bears. We're in the mountain. I was like, because we heard something. She's like, oh, for sure. Because they're looking for food, right? So she goes, did the dogs freak out? I'm like, the dogs freaked out immediately. I'm like, so knowing that, I'm like, where she is, like, if you're not behind closed doors after nightfall, you are now part of the food chain. And, and, and that's, and I'm like, being, human beings where we try and get in touch with more of of you know the universe right mm-hmm. like that as well we are not at the top of the food chain right so both nope. both physically on planet earth and then mentally in the whole like universe of things we are definitely not at the top of the food chain so it's like those two things like that's that's one of the biggest realizations i find like just understanding that hey i while being huge and this big, I'm a tiny little person in this grand scheme of things. So know your role and just shut up and just be observant. That's it. Just just yeah. take a look around. That's it. Don't don't open your mouth. That's a very dangerous thing because you will immediately put your shoe in it. So oh. it, it I always find those kind of things where you're going like there's that symmetry where like I, I, I love when people are like, well, we're top of the food chain. I'm like, bro, we're not even as good as dolphins. Like, just calm down. Like, we're not anywhere <laughs> near like not even remotely like i my my uh um wife was reading up this stuff and and i i found this experience where uh a guy was studying uh, an octopus and his office was across the hall from the aquarium and he fed the octopus then went back to his office and sat down and was working away on his stuff now what he didn't know was he was feeding it shrimp one of the shrimp was bad it was just a it was a, it was bad shrimp yeah the octopus got out of his aquarium, walked across the hall, threw the shrimp at him, and walked back to his aquarium. And he's like, listen, <laughs> listen, we are mid-food chain at best. Mid. Maybe. Okay? Because that shit, he's like, oh, you want to study me? Yeah, that's cool, bro. Just as long as you bring me good food. If you don't bring me food, I'm going to smack you in the face with it. And you're going, ah, okay. That's, that's, you're going, so it's like, knowing that, you're going like, listen, it's one of those things where you're going sorry we we need to know our place in the world and that's why like when i get those 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 hair on your back of your neck stick up and you're just kind of you're just staying going 
something is wrong here. You're going, I'm not going to find out because that's how horror movies start. I'm going to (laughs) take off. I'm going to leap. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to bounce, you know? And that's one of the things where uh, uh, my parents were very like, Hey, just if something's freaking you out, just walk away. Just, just leave. Wow. Because that's, that is, you don't know, right? You don't know. So better. And and, because if you want to know, there is a whole bunch of information and half of it's not going to be right. I'll tell you that. And you're going to be like, I'm good. You're not good. You're a putz. And that's it. You're going to fall down. <laughs> right. So it's, that's why you're going like, Hey, I don't know if I want to involve myself in this. So I, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay on the sidelines. I'm stand on the sidelines behind closed doors and look out with hot chocolate and go, Ooh, that's crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get involved. It's easier that way. I'm glad that you had parents that were able to tell you kind of like guide you through that and just say, Hey, just don't pay attention to it. Walk away. You know, like, you know, just make sure you're, yeah. you're minding your business. My parents, uh, my mom, um, well, actually she never really talked to me, but my dad, uh, he was raised Catholic mm. and then he basically our family line with my dad is like, we have dreams, prophetic dreams. And yep. my dad, who was raised Catholic, constantly being told that it's evil, um, oh, yeah. he changed to Christianity mm. as a born again Christian or whatever those are called. And, um, you got me. He those thought that was going to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> he thought no, no, that was going to fix it and it didn't. And so then he went into alcoholism to kind of black yeah. it out to 100%. Now, his advice to me, was don't do it <laughs> it's really hard <laughs> because yeah, when, yeah. yeah you it's hard to like not do it because for me when it started happening for me was like either the dreams happened or yeah. I'd start seeing things around me or in yeah. the house or around you know outside or something like that I'm like how do I not do it when it's happening to me yeah. And then you get like little bouts of deja vu and you're like, why? Oh is my this God. Familiar? I have it all the time. I have all deja vu like yeah. so often. And I asked my uncle once, I'm like, Hey, how often do you get deja vu? And he goes, Oh, maybe once a month or. Yeah. And I'm like, once a month. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it, it's, it's see. And that's the, the weird thing is that you never like, it's hard because there's my, my, perception is that there was i believe that there was a time when these traits or or uh, abilities whatever you want to call them were uh embraced and or trained right people were be like hey mm-hmm. calm down this let's walk you through the process and, and you know because like there are certain mm-hmm. things you can do certain things you shouldn't do right and right. um the the problem is when you don't and, and, and like I grew up reading comics, so it's one of those things where I'm going like, yeah, it's a mutant ability. You're like, if you don't, if you don't figure out how to harness it and, and use it to your will, it will use you to its will. That's how that works. Right. Mm-hmm. So yep. in the same sense, when you're like, I, oh, I have dreams that like weird, weird ass dreams where I'm just going, Oh, I really hope that's not real. And, uh, uh, sure enough, uh, something will happen. And, and I'm like, <laughs> It's one of those things where you, a dream will happen, then you're going <laughs> terrible, and you're going, I'm just going to shut my mouth. Like, I'll, so I'm working uh, uh, 
a Christmas. So I'm working with the same company and we just did finish the setup for um, a whole event for Christmas. It's a whole this light uh, uh, maze thing you walk through. It's oh, so beautiful. And uh, it's very cool. But also uh-huh. like there was a couple of people that I started hanging out with and they're really good. And one guy was saying how he's getting older and stuff like that. And I had like a weird where he got hurt. And I'm just like, do I say, hey, man, be careful. Just just a friendly, hey, chill out. And I'm like, mm. people people don't respond well in my experience when you say that kind of stuff. And they're kind of hey. going, why? And you're going, ah, I was dreaming about you. And, you, and then Yeah, going, you can't say it. What? You can't say that. <laughs> like, you popped up in my dreams and this stuff happened. And uh, you know, I just thought I'd give you a warning. And then they're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, it, it is, it's very... <laughs> not a comfortable conversation so i was like you know what i'm just gonna hey i'm just gonna look out for him when i'm around be like hey man how you doing how's things going and if he says oh you know i've been having a bike you should get that checked out that's that's <laughs> what i'm gonna, that's that's a reasonable thing so it's like finding that line because like look there's uh um a lot of 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 questions when it comes to to what is and what isn't and, and if it's real or not real and especially when you're like Hey, human beings have a natural state where we will dream. That is life, right? That is how our body recuperates. Yep. Is how our, our subconscious works. So if it is a premonition, a, a premonition of sorts, you're like, maybe I don't know, and right? I like, also don't want to be viewed as some sort of crackhead. So I'm yes. like, you know what? I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna hang out and just go. And I try and I try and use that information, and I I try and and live with it too. I go, hey take your health seriously you know and i'll say that to just random people like uh this this past year uh one of my older brothers passed away oh i'm sorry and i'm not he was my tormentor it's fine and uh, right. i always joke i'm like i'm like <laughs> you know what because so i'm the youngest of five kids and he was two years older than i was and um so uh hilariously was that i had lost weight when i was about 19 years old and he gained weight just before i got married so I started treating him the same way he treated me when I, cause I was fat before. Now I got fat again, of course, but, uh, I would be like, what's up, fatso? And he's like, dude, stop saying that. And I'm like, well, don't be fat. Ha ha ha. And okay. now that I lost all the weight, I didn't get the chance to rub it in his face that I was thin and he was still fat. But that being said, I know it's really horrible and dark, but I find <laughs> I've it funny. I've told so. siblings do that. I'm an only child, yeah, so I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. I'm sure are, it's normal. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, no, no. Siblings are the most mean. They're like, oh, does that hurt? Poke. And that's, that's, oh my that's God. what siblings do. Yeah. So uh, in the same sense, it's it's one of those things where, like, I had had a few dreams of him, and I was kind of like, hey, get that dickhead out of my dreams. I don't want to see him. Uh, these are fun dreams. These are my dreams. He can go, you know. And then he passed away, and I was like, that's not fun. And at the same time, you're going like, you know, that's a hard thing to experience, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's, it's, you can't, it's also like the whole idea where, um, you know, there's, there's, I, I have a tendency where I will, uh, uh, always think the worst of a situation. So someone said they're going to be here at nine. They're not here at nine. They're dead. That's what's oh my happening. god, that's me. Right, that's my right. Right there, that's yep. me completely. Yeah. And, and which is which is horrible. It's a horrible way to live because mm-hmm. you immediately go to the worst. And I'm like, so over a year, because I knew I realized this when I was very very young. And I'm like, hey, that's not healthy for you. 
So let's just stop. Okay, so now we know where the worst possible scenario is. Okay, so let's use logic and just backtrack to say what what is a reasonable conclusion. Now we know what the worst is, but maybe <laughs> maybe we're floating around, you know, way earlier than maybe they are just dicks and they're late. That's it. Maybe that's that's it. You know, or they stop for a coffee. Whatever. It's it. But it's taking that into consideration where you're going like. You don't want that to govern your existence, right? Where because you immediately because then you get kind of uh, 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 you're always thinking in the negative and the negative and the negative, and you're going that's that's not it's not healthy for your own mind, right? And and mm-hmm. that's why I'm like you know when you it's even when you start reading certain stories and stuff like I am a huge lover of of scary stories and and uh, weird happenings in general because I'm just like listen. I have to wear a high vis jacket if I go into the wilderness because somebody will shoot me. I look like Bigfoot. There's no question, <laughs> about that. which I'm fine with. I'm like that's that's okay. Um, and uh, but that's the thing is like when you hear where it's like people disappear in the wilderness, just yes. Gone. And I'm like, I'm not surprised by that because like that th- there's we don't have a healthy respect for the wild, mm-hmm. and I'm like the wild has been here way longer than us and will be here much longer after us that's that is how the world is right and there are there are well we know there are certain uh, uh, civilizations that still haven't been touched by people right they and they yep. are they are protected god knows why but they're there's like no don't touch them and you're going you know what this is that's crazy but they're like there are certain areas of the world where you're like oh yeah you can't go in there because you will die you will die immediately and and that's yeah. where you're just going we don't like we focus so much on on uh, ridiculous things where you're mm-hmm. going, oh yeah, I'll just take a pill for that. And you're like, yeah, that's not like. So I have I have diabetes, and because I lost all the weight, uh, I've actually uh, uh, I, I've decreased my insulin resistance, and I've actually like I went on to lesser pills, and I'm slowly getting weaned off of pills, and I'm like, it's so exciting for me because I'm just like, ah, I kicked diabetes ass. It's great. But you know, like now, like I take uh, a metformin. Metformin is derived from a bark, so it's a tree bark that if you have diabetes and you were like out in like an apocalyptic situation, you could chew that bark and that would help you with your diabetes. Amazing. And you're going, that's that's that is science, okay? Like that's the yes. real deal, right? So whereas now people are like, oh, I just take a pill for you. You're like, yeah, there's a whole world of of health and wellness and existence that we we've so ignored that I'm like, that is just a matter of time before it bites us in the ass. Right. So oh, absolutely. I, I always, I, I try and bridge that gap where I'm like, it's, it's not just the physical, it's the spiritual, it's the emotional, all those things. I'm like, we are actively, uh, um, hobble to be like, Oh, you don't need that information. You're like, mm, actually everyone needs that information. And then you think of like scouts are taught like different knots, how to make smoke signals, how to start a fire, how to stay warm, how to treat certain yeah. situations. You're like, yeah, that's everyone should know that. There's no, you know, yes, and, and even like absolutely. defend yourself. You should know how to defend yourself. Kick them in the nuts. Run away. That's you know, whatever <laughs> you have to do. But like those kind of things where you're going, we've we've gone so far where you're like, uh like I'm not the greatest with technology because I just want to punch it and smash it like an eight, right? I'm like, stupid computer, you know, and freak out. But at the same time, people are like, oh, technology's everywhere. And you're going, yeah, but we're one solar flare from all of it being out. Right? That's, that's, so it's like, hey, like even I was talking with my wife about this where I'm like, I want to get uh, a stationary bike 
uh, and hook it up to our our uh, electric board just because I'm like, if something happens, I have no problem riding that bike on a daily basis and that will give us power. Like we can do that. That 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 is real science and technology. And I'm like, yeah, because in all honesty, that's more worthwhile than everything else. So I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, those little uh, addendums are like you should know how to be able to do that stuff. And people don't. Right. And then and then on top of that, there's the hey, there's this whole universe we don't see, by the way, and it might kill you. So good luck. Yeah. That's that's always nice. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like uh, what you kind of describe, it kind of reminds me of and I don't want to say doomsday, but um, preppers the doomsday preppers, um, just being ready. Like, I feel like that shouldn't be such a stigma to be ready for anything. You know, I, I don't know if it's like kind of, uh, you know, signing the deed on something bad happening to you or just being prepared for the worst. If the worst happens. See, I, I compare it to, does it limit your existence? Right. So like the, the whole idea of being prepared is, very good it's a very that is a a a admirable quality and something that you everyone should invest in but if it stops you from enjoying your life that's called a mental health issue don't do that that's you're too far right like so it's like i'm gonna stay in my bunker forever you're like no you need to be around people that's you do need to go out you need to hang out you need to interact with people that that's that's that is better for your health right like absolutely um, even even just just being out in the sun going for a walk like there's been numerous studies where they're like hey just being out in the sun 10 to 15 minutes a day is mm-hmm. a million times better for you than just staying inside you know and you're like oh well it's cold outside yeah that's called weather that's just how <laughs> life is you know just i'm in canada so it's like it, it, it gets cold as hell so oh yes you're not allowed to say it's uh it's cold in california near someone no. in canada <laughs> It's, yeah, no, no. I I, I do a, a podcast with a friend who's in LA and he's in a valley and he's like, he's like, oh, it's like 50 degrees. And I'm like, I will burn your house to the ground. Sir. <laughs> I'm like, that is not even remotely cold. Okay. Like here, I'm like, I'm having trouble with my car starting because it's so damn cold. So it's uh, one of those things. Right. So, but yeah, like it's, it's, we, we forget, right. Cause we're like, oh, we're, we have a uh, a roof over our head and we have fancy clothes and, and the internet. So I'm like, I don't need to go outside. And you're like, yeah, no, you really need to go outside, especially yes. with the internet. The internet, you definitely have to go outside. That's Absolutely. 100%. Totally yeah. agree with that. Grounding yourself and keeping yourself grounded is like so important. I think it, I mean, people say it's all about the physical, but I feel like emotionally it helps you because I don't know what it is, but technology, it, it, it's good. But excessively, it's almost as toxic as like, you know, junk food. It's, oh, absolutely. Well, I honestly believe that it is some form of succubus. Like that's, I really. Yeah, it feels it, like it, it drains. Steals everything. It steals your creativity. It steals your energy. It steals your uh, dedication, your willpower, all those things. Like the the one thing like me and my wife are actively trying to stop doom scrolling because it's number one hilarious number two you see some wild shit but like the fact is you just get on your phone and be like and just looking through tiktok or or instagram or everything and you're just going oh this is horrible for your mental health and oh yes and that's why it's like just doing something else is super important because it's it's it just takes all the energy and and even like uh we've been talking about like we tend to enjoy 
staying out late or, or going to a movie late or watching TV late, which is a horrible thing to do. Everyone's like, you should be in bed at nine. And I'm like, that's actually great advice. Damn it. And you should be <laughs> up at five o'clock in the morning. That, that is the best schedule you could have is up at five and in bed by nine. That's a real thing. And I'm like, it sucks. I hate it. But <laughs> at the same time, if you do that, you're like, oh, from five o'clock till seven o'clock, I have two hours where the world hasn't started. I can work, prepare food, you know, take some pills, you know, uh, take some vitamins, do some stretching, do some ulcers, and maybe go for a quick walk. All those things you're going two hours, you can fit a lot of stuff, maybe read for 15 minutes, like all those things you can fit in. You're like, like I, one of the things that I've been doing has been um, just trying to coach people on like, Hey, you can just do whatever you want. Like you don't have to like, and, and even, so the funny thing was like um, uh, this past week, they, the event started. So up until this point, we were setting up everything. So I was in work clothes with work gloves and I was dirty and I'm like, ah, I'm a man. Right. And then I'm like, Hey, so tomorrow the event starts. Am I dressing for moving, you know, Christmas trees around or am I greeting guests going, hello, nice of them. Because if I'm doing that, then I'm going to dress differently. And if I'm dressing differently, I'm not moving shit. Right. And they're like, no, no, no dress in your good stuff. You're not going to be moving stuff. And then sure enough, people were like, oh, can you move stuff? And I'm like, no, no, I can't. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm sorry. I was told to dress in better clothing to be client facing. I'm not doing that. And I'm like, I can't. And, and even so, I'm like, I was dressed in so many layers. So it's like I had like, I finally fit in the snow pants, which I highly recommend anyone in the wintertime. Snow pants are great. <laughs> they're a wonderful piece of technology and they're wasted on children. That's just start. There. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like snow pants, a big puffy jacket, and it's all waterproof. And I'm wearing like, uh, I finally fit into like stuff from Uniqlo. So it's like uh, uh, heat tech kind of long john stuff. And I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. So I'm like, I'm wearing all this stuff. I'm like, the problem is I'm toasty warm. But if I have to do some sort of heavy lifting, I'm like, it's about 30 seconds and I'm going to overheat. And then I will go into a murderous rage and kill everyone. So I don't want to do that. I'm like, I'm just going to stand here in, and I can bear the cold because I'm dressed for it. But I can't actually do stuff. So yeah. I can walk. I can walk and say hello to people. And that's fine. Just, hey, don't do that. You're going to die. <laughs> but like, that's that's the thing is like, you can do that. So it's like, I uh, like I used to be a real person in, in times gone by and I was a financial planner and, and and did real things. And one of the key components about financial planning is they're like, oh, take 10 percent of what you make and put it aside for yourself. You'll pay yourself first. We've all heard that statement. And I'm like, it's funny that we'll go and we'll go in early to work and we'll won't, we'll skip a meal. We'll do all this stuff for work. And then at the end of the day, we're supposed to give 10 percent to ourselves. How? You're exhausted. So. Instead, do that first. Do that 10% at the beginning of your day. And that's like waking up early and investing in your own mental health, in your own growth, in your yeah. own uh, uh, activity. You're like, that's start your day with that and you'll have a great rest of the day, you know? Yeah. And that's people don't realize that you're going like, that's, that's the thing is if you don't have a healthy respect for yourself, mm -hmm. everything kind of falls apart real quick, you know? I agree. And, and, it's it's one of those crazy things where you're going like, yeah, you you, you we're not. It's, it's not explained. And, and just like the stuff we're talking about where you're going like, yeah, there's a whole world that we have been we've removed ourselves as society from where you're going. Yeah. Listen, if you read ancient tests, texts and stuff like that, and you realize you're going, hey, man, this this kind of knowledge and understanding of like how the world works 
is not only valid, but it's more valid than the way we do things now. It's yeah. significantly more valid. So we actively be like, no, I don't need that. And you're going, okay, why? Why are you better than everything else? Because one bite from a shark and you are now two people. You just mm-hmm. cut in half. So like it's it's those kind of things where you're going like, those are the keys to growth. And And when you don't kind of put yourself first and start investing in yourself and trying to be better as a human being, you're like, yeah, you're just going to fall apart. It's just a matter of time. You're a ticking time bomb waiting to just collapse, right? Yes. So it's it's the same thing when you start ignoring like, hey, like the hairs on the back of your head start going up and you're like, no, nah, I'm sure it's just the wind. You're like, you're wrong and you're going to die because of that. Just don't do that. Just, you know. Well, I've noticed that a lot of people when uh, they're like, like say they have high anxiety issues, they're very prone to completely bypassing any of the alerts because they're, it feels like their alert is always on. So they can't really tell what is actually, you know, for them or against them. And I think that one of the things that I try to kind of like help friends out with or during card readings or any of those things, mediumship Mm -hmm. is kind of say, look, you have to determine whether you want to stay in that weird, like fight or flight crisis Mm -hmm. I have to protect myself mode or train yourself to be able to understand which things are actual danger. hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree. And, and, and we're not, well, that, that's, that's the thing is you're like that, that idea of taking the time. Cause people don't, I find they don't even know themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and I like now I'm like a thousand years old. So, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, ah, I'm going to think about, you know, the goodness that I could be in the change I want to see all that kind of crap. And, um, you know, it, it's when you look at a young person and they're kind of like, well, I want to do this. You're like, okay, have you ever asked yourself why? And they're like, no, like one guy's, like, I want to be a millionaire. Why? And he goes, what do you mean? Why? I'm like, why? What makes you think that you should be a millionaire? Just, just throw it out there. And there's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, you should think about that first before you do anything else. Right. So it's one of those things where, uh, you know, when you don't take the time to kind of figure out your own perception, it's like, yeah, that's going to explode in your face. Right. So when you, when you think everything is like, I remember working with a guy who was like, everything that he would give me for work was urgent. And I'm like, Hey, if everything's urgent, nothing's urgent. That's how that works. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just that's just how, you know, you have to prioritize. You have to figure out and you say like, because like even uh, especially after the pandemic, right, is being in a crowd. I've never liked being a crowd because especially before I was 500 pounds, which I'm like, listen, I am a crowd. I don't need to be around other people. (laughs) It's just by itself. So even now I'm like, I stick out in a crowd because I'm still tall and I look like a little bit like Santa Claus still. So I'm still a broad guy and I'm just like, "Mm, I'm not a fan. Right. So. But that being said, you know, we go to a concert and stuff. There are people everywhere. And I'm like, hey, you're not in danger. They're just weirdos. And they're just minding their own business. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Just, you know, it's easy. But something that, yeah, it's definitely one of those things where where you have to figure out your own perspective or being able to to establish what is and what isn't a threat. Right. Because oh, yeah, that absolutely. the idea of fight or flight, you're like, yeah, that's that's every day of every interaction of every moment we have Mm -hmm. those instincts right and if we ignore them both 
we're just you know a rock and that's that's not <laughs> that's not what we are it's just it's just not real so so um what would you kind of uh say well i i mean cuz your story you're basically saying that it's kind of been around you your whole life but i would say yeah. What is your most powerful um, experience, woo-woo type experience that made you feel like, okay, this is way different. This is way big. And maybe I can use this to my advantage. Um, hmm. I think so. When I was really young, we were, let's see, would have been, oh God, like 30 years ago. Okay. So a long time ago, in, in days, days gone by, um, we had uh, we went on a, a a cruise around the Mediterranean on one of our trips as a family. And one of the things was we went to all sorts of religious sites, uh, like we went to Ephesus, we went to all sorts of places that, and what like some of them are places where uh, like John the Baptist rests his head and and like really really like crazy stuff, right? And um, being Greek, like I've been. To the Parthenon um, seven, eight times, and every time I'm like, "Holy sweet Jesus, what the hell is this?" Like it's it's a it's an incredible thing, and and that's the thing is like the the wild part about Athens was like they uh, built uh, a subway, and the oh, problem wow. is yeah, so everywhere they dug, they found ruins. So what they did was every subway station is a museum, and has all the stuff that they found. Yeah, really cool. That's and like uh, another place, they were trying to do a car park underground and they found ruins. So what they did was they found where they could dig. They went underneath the ruins and built the car park underneath because it was cheaper than to excavate. <laughs> so you're like, OK, when you guys have money, you can oh excavate the top gosh. of it. But underneath is a parking lot. So like little things like that where and and I'll be honest with you, you, you walk into those kind of places where they're like old temples um, uh, or or just old uh, areas of, of religious services and stuff like that. And you kind of, like, a lot of it has been, um, I don't want to say abused, but kind of overcome with, with uh, uh, religious icons and stuff. And people are like, oh, now it's a religious place. And you're like, okay, maybe it's just a sacred place. And you guys are being dicks, right? So, like, I, I remember walking into all those kind of places. And for me, one of the big things is when I, uh, uh, like when I touch stuff is when I kind of will, will get a yes or no feeling. Awesome. Uh, so the big thing for me was, and, uh, I actually, I had was doing a bit during the pandemic where I'm like, I, my skill set is a great handshake. I have a wicked handshake, but as soon as I touch your hand, I'm like, I got to read on you. Like I know what to do. And the worst experience with that was, um, a buddy of mine who introduced me to his now ex-wife, I shook her hand and I couldn't let go fast enough. And I was like, you are pure evil. And I was like, just, I was like, Oh my God. I'm like, what in the, f-? and it was like, right when they were going through divorce, like and oh, everything just kind of like exploded. And I was like, Hey man, everything okay at home. He's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, that is obvious. And I was just kind of like, and, and me and him are still friends. And, and uh, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, you, it's weird, right? Like you, you yeah. shake someone's hand and you're like, there are a lot of, uh, you know, a firm grip and that kind of stuff. like little things like that, where you're like, there's a lot of information you get from that, but also like 
we are animals and animals give off uh, uh, both pheromones and, and, and electromagnetic pulses and all sorts of stuff and, and like stuff that we have no idea how they work. And if we did, our brains would explode. But when you get that, you're like, ah, that's weird. I don't like that. You know, or you're like, oh, look, you're a cool person. Right. So I've always uh, tried to trust that. But the, the worst or, or most vivid experience was shaking that guy's now ex-wife where I was like, I could not let go fast enough where I was just like, that lady is pure evil. And uh, sure enough, she was. Sure enough, she was. She oh. was a horrible human being. And uh, like those kind of things, where I'm always like, it 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 comes across like you, like we were saying before, like you kind of you don't want to give too much credit because then everyone's like, okay, weirdo, and um, you know, which I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll be a weirdo. I'm okay with that, right? <laughs> so, but it's more so just as a uh, um self self information like just just being aware of things yes. right and, and even, it's the same thing like you walk into a bar like i will always walk into an environment like even like uh i used to take transit to going to work and uh, uh like i would get on a, a bus and i'm just looking around and i'm like i'm i know exactly who's who and what's what and who looks sketchy and who doesn't look sketchy and i'm like okay i'm gonna you know, i'm not turning my back to that person i'm not doing this i'm I yeah. have my hand in my pocket with my wallet to make sure because that guy looks like he's going to try and steal it. Like mm-hmm. those things are always beneficial, right? And those are just just visual things. So yeah. that like that's always one of those things where uh, uh, it always like I'll shake someone's hand and I'm like, oh, don't trust that person. And people are like, why? And I'm like, just don't. They're like, why not? I'm like, I I don't want to say. I don't want to say, but just don't trust that person. And oh, and yeah. like I would say, ninety nine percent of the time, people have been like, "Hey, that person's a piece of shit." I'm like, I agree with you. <laughs> You're just, like, you know, Duh. <laughs> I could tell because they're garbage. So it's it's weird, right? So you, you, I try not to to focus on it too much, but then at the same time, like, it saved me so many it's times. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's there. I've noticed it's, that sometimes, like during. Um, Okay, so let's say going on the basis of um, how your vibration is at the time. Let's say you're going on a high vibe and you're feeling good. Um, I've noticed that if I interact with people on a lower vibe, they feel really icky. However, if I am also on a low vibe day, like I'm feeling like shit and I'm gross, these people feel interesting to me. There's the, mm. like the feeling isn't the same. It doesn't feel like, Oh yuck yeah. or anything like that. So yeah. I think that's also very important too. It's, and you know, it's very important. It, and like, it's a weird thing where I don't know. There's a parable where it says uh, like there was a bird stuck in a snowstorm and it froze and came crashing down because it couldn't fly anymore. So it was frozen solid and it couldn't fly anymore. And sure enough, uh, a dog comes over and poops on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, because the poop is warm, it heats up and it starts to thaw out and it's so happy that it's not going to die. So it, it starts chirping and singing. And sure enough, a cat mm-hmm. comes over, uncovers the poop and eats it. And you're going, yep. so the, the moral is that not everyone who poops on you is your enemy and not everyone who gets you out of poop is your friend. And like, it's, it's that understanding where you're going like, it, it's, when you interact with people, it it is like there are times when I don't feel good and I'm just like, I'm not leaving the house. I'm like, I'm just just stay away from me. I'm going back under the covers and I don't give a shit. 
And even I remember when I used to work uh, uh, at a bank where I'd, I'd come in, I'd start go doing stuff. And I'm like, not today. And I just call my boss. I'm like, listen, I need to go home. Why? I don't know. I just, I can't be here. Why not? I need a mental health day. I just need to, I just need to not be here. And she goes, well, are you coming back tomorrow? I'm like, I'll be here tomorrow. And sure enough, I would just go home and just literally go to bed. I'm like, just crash. I'm like, just, I need, I'm, I'm processing something. I don't know what, who knows, but that's something. And I need some time. And sure enough, the next day I would come back and like, I would have a stack of work and it would be going nowhere. And I'd leave. And the next day I would just plow through it so fast just because I just had to collect myself. Right. So yeah. It's always, it's one of those things where like knowing yourself has been a huge help for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think that it's so important because a lot of, I, I find that when I do um, mediumship and readings, I find a lot of uh, the issues that people kind of, you know, hang up with in crisis are like um, one, they don't know an aspect of themselves is uh, traumatized or wounded. Yeah. And the other one that holds them up is um, if they're not aware that it's there, like it's almost like um, their brain kind of tries to protect them from it. So it wipes it out, but their body oh, yeah. still responds. Yeah. So those are the two things that I've noticed have like kind of they'll block people from, you know, attaining what they want. And they're like, I don't understand. I've been doing this law of attraction thing. I'm nice to people. I do this, I do that. And I'm like, okay, but you know, I can feel these things in you. Can you dig deep into yourself and find out maybe there's something that you haven't discovered yet? Yeah. It's well, and and that's the, the, the crazy part is like one of the, huge things that i after because i i was uh i'm on my second marriage and this one's going much better but the first one what i what i learned was (laughs) uh don't lie just because i i found myself like just lying about ridiculous things like just did you eat no i haven't eaten i did i I don't know why and and i'm like just stupid stuff like that and i'm like the, the funny thing is and now i use it as a joke and i'm like i don't understand why people lie I'm like, that is a perfectly good sin you could use for murder. Why are you wasting it on a lie? That's just ridiculous, right? And I'm like, it's that that idea where you're like, you can lie to people. You're allowed to. You could say whatever you want, yeah. right? But if you lie to yourself, that's just going to, it's just going to, it's a ticking time bomb, right? Yeah. So when you ignore and, and try and just weave through things, you're like, no, no I'm, I'm just, I'm a good person. You're like, mm, are you a good person? Seems like <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Right. And it's, like, that's, that's the thing is people are going like, no, I'm good. And you're like, mm, sounds like, like, I love when people are like, well, I'm the devil's advocate. And I'm like, that's the lawyer for the devil. Do you understand that? That's, that's not a, that's not an achievement of personality. You're, you're worse than the, de- the devil his lawyer you're like that's not a good mix of things right so it, it's people are like well i'm just saying well, i want you to see different perspectives you're like maybe maybe you can take your perspective and shove it up your ass right that, that's a fair point right and that's like that's the thing is when people try and and and, and be like oh well you know i'm just like that and you're like mm, i think you're just a jerk you know see i i see that but also i always like okay if you let them go long enough with devil's advocate they trip themselves up and then it doesn't even make sense to them anymore. And it's like, almost like you have to get them to uh, be self-aware that it, it just doesn't mean anything. It it doesn't mean anything. 
Well, that's the thing is because they'll just walk around in circles the whole time, and, and you're just kind of saying, "Like, hey, what are you just talking nonsense?" Like, it's it's that idea where people are of the opinion where they're like, "Well, I'm I'm just making sure people see," and you're going, "See what? You don't have an opinion. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right? Like, are you really? They're like, "Well, I have to. You don't have to do nothing, right?" And that's it's that idea. I, and like being being somebody who's always been bigger, and people who have. Uh, uh, people have come to me for protection and be like, help me. I'm, I'm in danger. And I'm like, you know, I have never in my entire life had a situation where I involve myself and it has worked out to my benefit. Just period. Just in general. I'm like, yeah, mind your own damn business. Just that's simple. Just, you know, okay. I, it's every time where I'm like, people are fighting. I'm like, good for them. They're like, Oh, we should go. No, absolutely not. And, and, I saw people having an argument and people were like, oh, maybe we should. I'm like, no, just sit back down. Just sit down. We do not have any business. We have no horses in that race. That is not my circus and not my monkeys. I am good right over here. Thank you very much. So, yeah. Dang, Dino. You know, this has been like a really awesome chat. I really appreciate you giving some of your time for me, but I do want to have you back because I, I'm so curious about like, you know, that town that you were talking about. And I would love if you could come back and maybe chat with me about maybe some folklore or, you know, cultural stuff that would be really cool for folklore. I think that would be amazing. I would love to now in, but I have to tell you that a lot of the stuff is like, I've heard it, like I've heard it one person removed. So like they experienced (laughs) it and they told me, so I'm like, because like honestly, like that the funny thing was being the youngest of five and uh also the only one to crack six foot in my family for like an entire generation. So uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. In my the only right now my niece is six one and I'm like, I'm still taller, just calm down. And she's like, <laughs> like, whatever. And I'm like, I am the biggest. You calm down, you know. So that being said, like <laughs> I was my parents' last chance to to fame and fortune, which has definitely worked out. But that being said, like they were always like, "Hey, just walk away," because that their biggest focus where they're like, "Don't touch people. You are humongous. Don't touch people. Just don't. Just walk away. Very important." So, uh, my my biggest thing was like, I I see shenanigans, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to exit exit stage left." So I have heard a lot of things, and I will happily come back and uh, share some wild wild experiences uh, that I have been once removed from that. Or freaky deaky, I'll tell you that. They're definitely oh, weird. Yeah. I look forward to it. Hey, do you want to plug your socials? Absolutely. So I am at Dino the Genetic Marvel everywhere. Uh I go by that name because when I started comedy, I was a Big Mac away from four hundred pounds and had no titties, which is magical. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then I got up to five hundred pounds and still had no titties, still magic. Now I've lost 240 pounds and still nice, smooth chest. It's I'm I'm alarmed at how great it's worked out because we've all seen people who've lo- lost 200 pounds and they have boobies and uh, not me. It's uh, so I'm still going by that. But yeah, that's you can find me everywhere. I try. I'm getting back to doing more stuff. I'm actually uh, doing a cooking show every Tuesday. And then uh, I have a podcast that happens every Thursday. It's very exciting. I'm trying to do more health conscious stuff, which makes me sick. But at the same time, it's like, yay, I'm getting older and have to be healthy. It's horrible. (laughs) That's all right. Thank you. 
Thank it's you so cool. much for having me. I resonate me. with that. And uh, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I appreciate you giving your time because um, to me, I feel like one of the most valuable resources we have is time. So thank you so yeah. much. And uh, uh, thank you everyone for listening. If you want, give Dino a follow, check out his podcast and, you know, um, if you would like to be on the podcast, let me know. And I would love for you to talk woo-woo to me. Uh, other than that, everybody take care. Bye. <laughs>